Welcome, or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Who Will the Playoff Opponent Be?, and ask me questions if I was confusing. With a 16-team field this cycle, and presumably on into the future, there are six teams that appear they might be the team that would oppose the Cubs in the first round of the playoffs. If the Cubs end up as the third seed, The Cubs and the Braves are close, real close, really, really, really close. And it may come down to the last day or two to determine whether the Cubs are going to get the second or third seed. And as to whether they would prefer the second or the third seed is an entirely different matter. Because if they're two... They're looking at one specific batch of opponents. If they're three, they're looking at an entirely different set of opponents. So, who are said opponents? And why would it be that it's so entirely different and it's three different options for each squad? The first three seeds in the postseason are the three division winners. The second three seeds in the postseason are the second place teams. The two wild card teams finish seven and eight. So, whoever has the worst second place record will finish sixth, not eighth, regardless what their record is. So, the sixth place team will almost certainly be either the Cincinnati Reds, the Milwaukee Brewers, or the St. Louis Cardinals. Which one do you want it to be? It's going to be one of those three. The concept of, I don't want it to be either, sounds almost as petulant as Josh Donaldson kicking the dirt and getting ejected from the game because he and the umpire had an argument. It's going to be one of those three. And I don't have a specific preference. I don't mind all three teams having to push till the bitter end of the season, having to play all 60 games as if they are really important, while the Cubs decide, hmm, who do I want to give off the day today? In 2018, the Cubs had pretty much run out of offensive players. And down the stretch, they had the same 9, 10, 11 guys that had to play every game, and they weren't getting days off. They just weren't. The Cubs made the postseason and exited quickly, quickly and quietly. Why? In part because the players didn't get to have any days off down the stretch. As of now, between now and the end of the season, everybody should probably have two or three days off, at least. Just take the day. Don't even bring your spikes out. You're not going to play. We'll work around it. 
as much as the Cubs would like to win games, they would like to win games in October. And if they end up losing a game or two in September to position themselves to win a game in October, that's fine. That's fine. The Brewers, the Cardinals, and the, Re and the Reds are going to be going all in every night, best possible players. And when you do that, if that dice roll comes up, player on field gets injured, it's going to be one of those guys that you don't want to get hurt because those are the only guys that are playing. If you're not playing your 12th best offensive player very much, he's not going to be likely the one to get injured. It's sad when injuries happen, but overnight, Dakota Hudson had elbow concerns and left after two innings. Elbow concerns can be any of the various number of things. Very few of them are good. The Reds, the Cardinals, and the Brewers are going to be going all out with their best players the rest of the regular season. That could, that could follow, fall over, spill over, to the Monday after the Sunday conclusion because the Cardinals, if the two games matter, will play Detroit on Monday. And if those two games matter, those games will be played. And again, the Cardinals will play their best players and continue to wear themselves down. So, regardless whether you're saying, <clears throat> I don't want the Cubs to have to face Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer, and Luis Castillo, or whether you're afraid of the Cardinal mystique, or whether you don't want to face Josh Hader, or whoever it is, whatever it is, one of those three teams is going to get in the playoffs. One of the three will. And if the Cubs end up being the third seed, that's who they will play. If the Cubs end up getting a second seed, the Braves will get the NL Central champion. And the Cubs will get the second wild card. The second wild card figures to be one of these squads. The Phillies, the Marlins, or the Giants. As such, when I do around the league from now until the end of the season, if I see news on the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Reds, the Giants, the Marlins, or the Phillies, I will make note of it and I will comment on it as if that's going to be the Cubs' next opponent because at some point it may be. So, for instance, Jake Arrieta just went on the 10-day disabled list for the Phillies. I don't know a whole lot about the Phillies yet. I haven't done my research on them yet. They have Bryce Harper. They have Reese Hoskins. They have one of the Nolas. I really don't know a whole lot about them. But as things eventuate on down the line, I might get to know quite a bit about them, and they will be a team that I'm paying a bit of attention to. The Giants are a team I am completely clueless about. I have no idea. They were being laughed at and mocked at and scorned all offseason. And, oh, what's this? They're a playoff team? Oh, okay. 
Cool. Probably they're looking at being the second wild card, which means they will have to push to keep said playoff spot. And if they are the second wild card team, they will probably end up getting the Dodgers. Good luck with that. <clears throat> but it for the Cubs, it could be the Giants. It could be the Phillies. It could be the Marlins. It all depends upon how any of the various number of different things play out. Or it could also be the Cardinals, the Brewers, or the Reds. So I'll be keeping my eye on anything injury-related for those six teams for the next, what would it be, week and a half? Something like week and a half. Because uh, games through Sunday are vitally important. And then at games as of Tuesday get even more vitally important. Or at least that's the way it looks. So, um, who do you prefer? Do you have a preference right now? Um, I really don't. I really don't have a preference. I haven't done enough homework. Mike Yastrzemski from the Giants, probably their best player. And yes, he is the, the son, the nephew, something like that, of Hall of Famer Carl Yastrzemski. And he's been probably the Giants' best player this year. And he left with a sore thigh tonight. Not good as to will he miss time, as to how much time will he miss. We're not sure. We will find out. But um, anything Giants, anything Phillies, anything Marlins for the rest of the regular season becomes applicable on pre-arb excellence because that is something that involves the Cubs and their potential short-term opposition. Similarly, I'll pay be paying more attention to the Braves than I usually do because if the Cubs were to advance, they would get either the Braves or the Say it with me now, Cardinals, the Brewers, or the Reds. And we'll just have to see how it all plays out. But um, one good thing the Cubs are in a situation where they can give players days off. It's not a case of you want anybody to get lit up down the stretch. But if you're going to get someone lit up down the stretch, you'd prefer it to be like an Ildemaro Vargas filling in for... Javier Baez instead of Javier Baez. So as much as people are going to want to say it's essential for the Cubs to go out and win every single... No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not essential to prioritize making sure that the hot players are getting all the at-bats and all the guys who are slumping don't... No, it's not. No, it's not. It's an entire team still... Everyone should still be considered part of the team and use all 28. And then when the White Sox series rolls around, assess who needs the time then. But uh, from now until <clears throat> the end of the regular season, look for added nuggets on the Cardinals, the Reds, the Brewers, the Giants, the Marlins, and the Phillies, because those are the most likely teams for the Cubs to play in the postseason when they get there. 
And it is nice to be able to say when they get there because it's really difficult to fathom the Cubs not getting the top seed. The uh, Brewers and Reds both have three games against the White Sox. The Brewers and the Reds both have three games against each other. And the Brewers and the Cardinals have five more. I think that I think the necessary amount of wins for the Cubs to advance as the two or the three seed is quite limited. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon, as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs, go. And be nice to people.